college. I was lucky, though. At least I got into the UW, the University of Washington. Not really where I wanted to be, but it was better than living at home. Either one, my mom's or my dad's. They divorced four years ago after my mom returned from San Francisco, all banged up in a general mess from whatever shit she'd been through down there. Took her nearly a year to get her life straightened out. Then some dude appeared on our doorstep, and that was it, all sunshine and rainbows again, at least for her. My dad was a different story, though. Pathetic, really. Heartbroken. Though not over my mum, but some other woman he'd been seeing. She got tapped for fraud and ended up in prison down in the Bay Area. He couldn't afford to visit her, so he was a miserable son of a bitch. I hated even being around him, but I also couldn't stand living with my mum and Tyler, the guy from Cali she married last year. I couldn't put my finger on it, but there was something about him I didn't trust. So for my freshman year, I moved into McMahon and one of the resident halls at the UW. My second year, I got a single room at Hansi, but most of my friends still lived at McMahon, a seemingly long walk when the weather was crappy, and when wasn't it? Certainly was on this night. I pulled my collar up and stepped out into the drizzle, a thick fog coalesced with every icy breath, and in less than a hundred feet, my soaked hair laid in thick ropes to my shoulders and dripped down the age-black leather of my jacket. Not the wisest choice of outerwear, but it suited my mood. I didn't appreciate being summoned to Leo's without an explanation. His girlfriend, Katie, had insisted, begging me to come help Leo, yet not telling me why. I hurried past McCarty and Haggard Halls as quickly as my shivering body would allow. In warmer months, it was a beautiful walk, but by mid-October, the old trees stood mostly naked and offered little protection. McMahon loomed ahead, a grey concrete facade set against the equally grey sky above. The well-lighted rooms flickered through the barren trees. I stood freezing and dripping wet under one of the two long portico bridges out front of McMahon, pulled my phone from my jacket pocket and dialed Leo's cell. I waited longer than usual, but on the sixth ring, Leo finally answered. Connor, dude, what's up? He said casually enough, though he sounded out of breath. What do you mean, what's up? I answered. Katie begged me to come over, said you needed my help. What the fuck's going on, man? Ah, oh, nothing really, he answered. But Katie's voice broke through in the background. You tell him, Leo, or I will, she urged. Then Leo must have put his hand over the phone, because although I could still hear their voices raised in anger, they were muffled but I could hear someone else there with them, arguing just as loudly as they were. Leo! I yelled. Come on, man, run down and let me in, will you? I couldn't get into his dorm on my own. My student ID and security passkey only worked at Hansi. McMahon's doors were locked against me, and scanning the area out front, then through the glass doors and inside the lobby, I didn't see anyone else around to let me in. The heated voices continued their rapid exchange over the phone. Leo, for God's sake, I swore. A shuffling sounded over the phone and Leo's voice rang through. Sorry, bro, Katie's on her way down. Who the hell was that yelling at you guys? No one, man, just no one. I'm fine, really. Dude, just left anyway. 
Look, I'll be down in a sec. Just hang with Katie till then, all right? Didn't sound like everything was fine. Connor, dude, really, I'm cool. Everything's cool, all right? I gotta go. Leo, I said once more, but there was no reply. Leo, you there? Nothing. He was gone. I signed off with a huff and turned toward the front doors, just in time to see Katie pushing the vestibule. I ran forward to catch the door before it shut, but Katie shoved me backwards and the doors closed with a gentle click. I raised an arm toward the vestibule. What the fuck, Kay? I was headed in. She shook her head and crossed her arms over her perfectly formed chest. Sorry, Connor. Leo doesn't want you to come up. He'll be down in a minute, then we can go eat. I snickered. I thought you said Leo wanted my help. No, I said he needed your help. I rolled my eyes. Whatever. You call me, remember. What was so important?